Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, it's Bennett. This is uh, such an honor. How cool it is to have the creative minds, the visionaries behind this brand new HBO documentary, which comes out tomorrow. We have our director, Amy Schatz. Good to have you here. Thanks for having me. We have producer Mike Jackson, who's from Wynwood, PA. Is that right? That is correct. Pride of Lower Marion. Yes. We've been stalking you. Don't worry about it. Some other guy, Kobe, I heard about, too. And fellow producer and uh, UPenn grad. That's the, right. The amazing John Legend. Good to have Hello. you guys here. Appreciate it. Good to be here. This is Stand Up and Shout, Songs from a Philly High School, uh, which comes to Max tomorrow. Now, this documentary focuses on these incredible 10th grade students from Hill Freedom World Academy. And so I guess I kind of want to know why Philadelphia, right? Like why this school and why these kids? And I kind of want to hear all three of your perspectives on this. Right. Well, why Philly? I mean, Philly is such an important musical center in this country. And uh, when you think about uh, the sound of Philadelphia, you think about uh, the roots, Neo sold, so many uh, great musicians have been, uh, you know, raised in this city. And there's so much soul here. There's so much music here, but there's also, you know, a lot of kids facing challenges in life. And I think the power of this film and the power of the story and the power of this school is that it gives these kids who are facing challenges in life uh, a way to be creative, a way to use music as a way of lifting them up. And uh, I think it's so beautiful that Amy was able to capture their story uh, in this way and, and really inspire us all. And more to the point, is, uh, you know, leaning on what Johnny said, it's also important to acknowledge uh, music education in schools and the fact that they're being defunded, you know, nationally. And this is an opportunity for the audience to see from the inside out how these programs work, how they impact young lives, and allow them to dream. 
So that was one of the big catalysts for us getting involved in this film. Yeah, and for and you, one, Amy? Yeah, one of the things to know about the class is that it's a required music tech class. So it's not like these kids are musicians and they're going into a music class because they want to develop their craft. It's really required for ord ordinary students, 10th graders, to come in and, and kind of dive deep into their creative writing and come up with lyrics and, and original songs that reflect, you know, their longings, their loves, their dreams, their hopes, and also some of the pain that they, they go through in life. So one of the beautiful things about working there was that, you know, the kids originally came in post-pandemic sort of shy, insecure, feeling like they didn't really want to participate. And then by the end, this magic happened where they found their voices, they gained confidence, and they really worked so beautifully together as a group. And I think that's one of the things that music does, is it just kind of inspires um, this sense of community, confidence, and also generates talent, right? Yeah, I love when music allows people to work together, create something together, collaborate on something, and you come with all your different experiences, you come with uh, your different abilities and talents, and you get in this room together and create something new that didn't exist before, and it's a really powerful feeling. And you know, I think a lot of times, because of technology and because of so many other things, uh, we can feel like we're disconnected from community. And whenever we can find ways for us to come together as a group and do something together that we work on together and feel that joy together and that pride together as a group, it can be really powerful. Absolutely. That sense of, of community, right? I mean, bringing everyone together, like you said. And, you know, back to you, Amy. I mean, you've spent your whole career, you know, giving kids a spotlight, right? Uh, how important is that to really give these kids this platform? Well, I think... When we listen to kids, we always learn something. They are deep and they're interesting. And I've spent my, you know, many films working with kids and listening to them and hearing um, about their worlds. And one of the things that was interesting about this one, you know, I've I've worked on um, subjects that are um, can be difficult for kids. You know, kids facing gun violence or talking about the Holocaust or 9/11 or some of life's you know big subjects. And I also have um, talked with kids about poetry and love and music, and this one was a little bit of everything. You know, it was the pandemic. It was you know hard times. The world is a mess, and these kids feel it, and they're they're stressed. And it was also interesting. They're fifteen, sixteen. They're no longer children. Mm -hmm. You know, they're on the cusp of adulthood. They're thinking about their futures. They're they're in this kind of in between place where they're about to be launched into the world. So. It was a very interesting population to be talking to and hearing um, hearing about their lives. And um, I think we benefit from when we listen to kids. We benefit, you know, hearing their perspective. And I think lifting up their voices and paying attention to them is, is, is really a valuable thing in life. And the thing about this program is that it goes to show, as Mike was saying, when you give kids a little bit of extra something. When you give them musical education or when you invest in them, they really thrive. And I think we saw that in the film, that the kids were given an opportunity to process some of their emotions and to have tools to create music. And they really, um, by the end, they were so joyful. And this is why I always fight for music education in our schools, because I think 
you know, a lot of schools get so caught up in, oh, we've got these tests. We want to make sure the kids do well in the basics like math and reading. And what they don't realize is that you're losing something when you don't give kids a creative outlet, Mm -hmm. when you don't give them something they can be excited about and passionate about at school. And for me, music and theater was that kind of thing for me. Um, that really got me excited about being at school, gave me something to look forward to. But also, you know, my parents had gotten divorced. We had been going through some challenges uh, in my own life, in my own family. And music was a way for me to be creative and and get in touch with my emotions um, when I was going through a tough time in life. And so many kids are going through that, and you want to give them that outlet. And so we have to fight for the ability for our kids to be creative in school, to, to work in the arts, to learn about the arts, to express themselves through the arts in school. And uh, I think this film is is such a great uh, testament to that. Another great thing I, I love about the film is the relationship that the students have with their teachers. Mm. I think, you know, that they're often un, unrecognized, the mentors and the job they do, the sacrifices they make. We know they don't get paid a lot of money. They have all other gigs to kind of pay their bills, but their commitment to these kids and this program is just something that's beautiful to witness. Absolutely. I mean, you're giving the kids an escape, right? Like you're knocking down barriers and giving them a whole new world that, you know, it's an outlet that they can have their release. And I think that's absolutely so important. And for you, Mike, being a Lower Marion guy, how cool is it to have Philadelphia as the, you know, the backdrop of this documentary? Anyone who knows me knows my love for Philly runs deep. <laughs> but um, it's going to be a really beautiful um, moment when we get to watch our friends watch this film and celebrate Philadelphia, celebrate music um, and celebrate dreaming. It's going to be a great night. And go birds. And go birds. <laughs> and throughout this, this process uh, where there are, you know, um, special establishments, restaurants that you guys enjoyed in Philadelphia, did you, did you pa- I know you, but did you pass along your favorites? Well, I'm bummed the gyms just burned down and not open right now. I'm, I'm thinking about going to Tony Luke's or Ishka Bibbles so we can get some cheesesteaks or maybe Mama's. But um, outside of that, I love going to Rouge and Rittenhouse. Yes. It's one of my favorite restaurants in town. Yes. And I just have to say, you may not know, but I'm also from Philadelphia. I did not know that. Born and raised. I'm so sorry. So that's okay. I did not know that. I was not aware of that. Philly roots are deep on this. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Incredible. And the film really captures a sense of Philadelphia, I think. You know, because it's got, you know, grit. It's real, it's poetic, it's musical, it's, you know, it's got softness and edge. It's got Soulful. Everything. Mm. Soulful. Undeniably Philly. <laughs> You'll see Eagles t-shirts on nice. students. <laughs> there's, there's no city as passionate as, as Philadelphia. Absolutely. That's what we like to call it, is passion. Yes. yes. It's passion. <laughs> Other people call it something else. That's <laughs> fine. They can call it whatever they want. We know what it is, and it's passion. Uh, did anything surprise you when putting together this documentary? Anything that you did not expect? Any stories from these kids that kind of took you back a little bit? Well, the one thing that surprised me was it was heartbreaking was they lost their funding during this process Mm. and um you know no money no program so we kind of pulled our resources together and endeavored to find this money for these kids so this program could continue and i'm happy to say we're able to do that Um, but that was the big big surprise and a real big disappointment at that time but thankfully we're able to kind of help them out wow yeah a lot of times these programs are the first things that hit the chopping block when people are trying to save money like I said, you know, with the focus on test scores and things of that nature, they're they're always going to, you know, prioritize the reading and uh, arithmetic and, you know, math and all that stuff, which obviously is very important. But I think there's such a great correlation between people doing well in those core subjects and having arts education at the same time. And we 
any great private school, any great school that we'd all want to send our kids to, they have arts education. And so why would we deny it to kids um, who are, aren't as wealthy and, and, and have more challenges to face? We should make sure they have it too. 100%. And for me, I think there's one student who I was so surprised by her because she was very shut down and quiet and shy. And by the end of the movie, she has this great line where she says, at first I felt like a crab who wouldn't come out of its shell. And by the end, I'm a flower blossoming. Mm. And I feel like you saw healing like magically happen before our very eyes in this film. And I, and you know, I'm just delighted that to have seen that, to have witnessed that, and that to see what's possible, the power of music, you know? That's incredible. That's amazing. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. We, uh, we can't thank you enough for spending some time with us uh, and talking about this brand new HBO documentary. It comes out tomorrow. It's called Stand Up and Shout, Songs from a Philly High School. Uh, Amy and Mike, so nice to meet you. Uh, John, we've talked on Zoom plenty of times. Yes. Good to see your legs. You know, <laughs> my beautiful see. legs. Yeah, oh he's my got goodness. legs. Uh, truly fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank, so, thank I know, you. so I know it's also streaming on Max after it's streaming on Max. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you guys so much. I really, I really thank appreciate you so it. Thank, thank, you. You. <laughs> thank you. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.